Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nault here with another Ask Me Anything episode. This is audio pulled from my weekly Facebook Live, which you can catch every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central at facebook.com slash the Clovis Culture. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps, and it means the world to me. Thank you so much. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis, and I am in the business of impacting people's lives for the better. I have helped over 500 people just like you transform their health and wellness, and I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial, which will give you full-blown access to all of the members-only content that Clovis has to offer, free for a full seven days. Just visit IamClovis.com slash start, S-T-A-R-T, IamClovis.com slash start. You will find some videos of yours truly, and you will find some incredible testimonies from some of my Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the unbelievable stories that these brave individuals have to tell. Stories of full-blown life transformation. 50 pounds in 8 weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 21 pounds in 19 days, 100 pounds in 6 months. You name it, I've got somebody that's done it. Check out IamClovis.com start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, including the Perfect Paleo Powder, just head over to IamClovis.com. Use promo code PERFECTPODCAST. Again, PERFECTPODCAST, all one word, at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your entire first order at IamClovis.com. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Why I Hate the Fitness Industry. There should probably be a subtitle on this episode. Uh, Maybe it should be called Why I Hate the Fitness Industry, but Love Fitness. See what I did there? I've separated the two. Uh, The fitness industry has almost nothing to do with fitness or science and everything to do with marketing and blindly robbing people of their hard-earned dollars with promises they could never in a million years hope to deliver on. Unfortunately, I think this is the norm, and I think it is a full-blown epidemic. I would confidently say that the not-so-great trainers and fitness experts, quote-unquote, in the United States are probably the majority, and the truly educated, experienced, expert-level fitness influencers are few and far between these days, which is a total bummer. In this episode, I'm going to focus specifically on the fact that exercise is a terrible way to lose weight unless it is combined with a proper nutrition protocol. This idea that you can burn off any diet is absolutely ridiculous. The science has been disproven over and over and over again, and yet people still follow this dogmatic belief of calories in, calories out. Burn more calories than you eat and you will lose weight, right? No. If you say that, you know exactly nothing about endocrinology. It never ceases to amaze me how people will just so confidently state that weight loss is a math equation. It's just ridiculous. These are people who have done literally zero research on this topic. 
and they will get on Facebook or Instagram or any other platform where they have a voice and just confidently say these things without any understanding that they are making themselves sound ridiculously uneducated. It's almost painful to watch sometimes. I would be embarrassed for them, except they confidently think that what they are saying is the truth. It would almost be funny if it wasn't damaging people's lives in a negative way, because people who don't know any better take their advice and follow it blindly. And that's what I'm trying to undo with episodes like these. Warning, in this episode, you will hear me use profanity. You will hear me yell. If you watch the video online, you will see veins bulge out of my forehead. You will see my face turn red because this topic makes me furious because it is literally the definition of injustice. Uninformed, quote unquote, experts giving overweight and obese people terrible advice poorly programmed plans that will not work for them, and then they blame the individual when the shitty plan doesn't work. The obese and overweight individuals go home feeling bad about themselves, their self-esteem is crushed, they wonder what is wrong with them, that they just can't get results when this expert with six-pack abs has told them all they need to do is run on the treadmill harder. It makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. And that's why I try to put out content like this, episodes like this, to just explain to people that it doesn't have to be this way. Your fitness programming doesn't have to feel like a prison sentence. So let's jump into the content, jump into the episode, whether you are an experienced athlete and quote-unquote fit person or an overweight or obese individual looking for some help. Uh, I think there's a lot to be learned from this episode, so please listen with an open mind. Live Ask Me Anything, number 35, Why I Hate the Fitness Industry. What's up, everybody? It's Justin. Happy AMA Day. Ask me anything. Number 35, why I hate the fitness industry. I've never written a title on the board like that before to start video. I don't know why, I just decided to. We got some people here, live, that's awesome. 35, I know, right, Kelsey, that's crazy. I can't believe it yet, it's, it's unbelievable. 35 weeks we've been doing these live Ask Me Anythings. For those of you that don't know, my name is Justin Nall. You have stumbled upon a Clovis Ask Me Anything video. A-M-A stands for Ask Me Anything. This is where I take common questions from my clients and my followers on different social media platforms and we talk about the topics that have been kind of pressing issues for the week, things that I've been hearing a lot about. There seems to be these kind of weekly trends in all of these groups that we have online. So if you're not familiar with Clovis, I have multiple private Facebook groups We have the Clovis Academy, which is a free private Facebook group. It has over 1,200 members. Get in there. Check it out. It's awesome. We're talking about amazing things every single day. There's just topics about everything you could ever think of. There's a ton of testimonies and results. Get in there and check those out. Then we have our paid members-only platform, which is I Am Clovis. That's one private Facebook group. And then we have Clovis Kids, which is for the whole family, which is fantastic. Um, So check out all those. Uh, go to Clovis.store to figure out how to get your own lifestyle coaching plans, get you into all these private Facebook groups. Um, that's where these questions come from. I take questions from all the people within the groups. I get private messages. I get emails. I get direct messages on Instagram and everything in between. Um, 
This week's episode was formed mostly around some new plans that I make. So I do these one-on-one custom nutrition plans. That's my custom nutrition plan on Clovis.store. store. You can sign up for that, work with me one-on-one, and I'll make a detailed custom nutrition plan for you based on your needs and your goals as an individual. Um, and in several of these messages back and forth, these plans that I created, I kept seeing the same theme pop up over and over and over around fitness. So I've talked about fitness in the past, but never quite in this way. Uh, I'm going to kind of attack it from a different angle to help you guys see the way that I view fitness. I really want you to see how my brain works when it comes to fitness as part of a healthy lifestyle. So that's what we're going to get into. We're talking all about fitness. So again, I've done this in the past, but not quite in this particular way. So I'm going to outline what I see as the biggest fitness industry problem in America. It's actually more mindset. Okay. So I'm going to discuss this failing mindset that I see with the fitness industry as a whole. We're going to discuss how the average American views fitness. We're going to separate fitness for athletes from fitness for non-athletes. We're going to dive into the science of performance versus longevity and why fitness will always be part of an optimal lifestyle. Always, always, always. Eventually. Okay, we'll get there. We're going to talk about how to reap some of the benefits associated with fitness without actually training. These are other acute stressors. We're going to talk about those. I'm going to explain basically minimum effective dose for people who just want to be healthy and aren't trying to compete in anything, the non-athletes, okay? This is where problems really start to creep in. I see people with zero desire to be an athlete, zero desire to compete in anything who are modeling their training around professional trainers, celebrities, professional athletes, and all of these Instagram influencers, right? They're modeling their workouts around these quote-unquote professionals. That's crazy. Stop doing that. Okay. Now a quick note is the vast majority of clients who make it to Clovis, who come to me, who buy custom nutrition plans from me, the vast, vast, vast majority, the 99% are overweight when they come to me. And the vast majority of viewers and listeners that are taking this content right now still have weight, sometimes a significant amount of weight to lose. So this episode is not speaking directly to the athletes, but even if you are a high performance athlete, I think that you can get a lot out of this episode. Even if you're already healthy, fit, high performance, blah, 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 I think you can get a lot out of this episode. Um, I wish that I had heard these things 15 years ago, 17 years ago when I started being a fit person, right? Um, It's all about understanding starting points, where you are, where you want to be, your specific goals, okay? So by the end of this, we're going to talk about how you can work towards those goals, even if those goals seem far outside of your reach right now, how you can achieve those. So for those of you that don't know, I always have to do this. My name is Justin Nault. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis. I am a certified nutritional therapist, certified specialist in sports nutrition, certified specialist in fitness nutrition. Oh man, I invented the perfect paleo powder, a line of nutritional paleo-friendly and keto-friendly protein powders available at clovis.store. Now I help people transform their lives. Let's do this. If I've transformed your life in every way, in any way right now, if I've transformed your life, click an emoji button. Let's see what happens there, okay? Click the like button, click the happy face, click the smiley face, click the wow face, click the sad face, the angry face, whatever you wanna do. Just click an emoji. If I have changed your life for the better, do it right now so first time viewers can see what we're dealing with here. I have transformed the lives of over 500 people. Tremendous results. We're talking 21 pounds in 19 days, 40 pounds in 60 days, 50 pounds in eight weeks, 100 pounds in six months, you name it, a Clovis client has done it, okay? Enough about me, let's move on. Um, One more thing I wanna talk about in terms of my background real quick is that 
I kind of get this rap as this anti-fitness guy, which is really not true, right? So I even work with professional athletes, um, the most public of which is uh, Pita Macias, who's a professional MMA fighter and absolutely shredded her for her last weight cut. Took her from 138 down to 115, sub 10% body fat. I mean, shredded, you can see every muscle in her body. So I can get extreme drastic results in even the most high level athletes. That said, 99.99% of my demographic, of my audience is not athletes. I just want you to understand that even if you are an athlete, I work with triathletes, I work with MMA fighters, I work with power lifters, and everything in between. So I can get ridiculously insane performance goals, okay? But generally speaking, I'm talking to people about overall health and longevity. The goal for me is always longevity first, performance second, unless you're getting paid to do what you do, which very few people get paid for their athletic endeavors, okay? That's a different ball game entirely, all right? Now let's dive in. For the average people, okay? Not average, I'm calling myself average too. I don't compete, I just love fitness, all right? So let's start with the mindset side of this. We're gonna talk fitness specific here, I promise. But I wanna get through this first because it's really interesting because this is a philosophical book that I'm about to talk about that talks about life in general. And it just, I got goosebumps when I started thinking about this from a fitness perspective because I'm like, this book's view on life is exactly how I view health and wellness. So let's talk about this. There's a great book, make sure I have markers and everything. There's a great book called Finite and Infinite Games, okay? Basically, the claim is that all of life can be broken into the categories of finite and infinite games. So we have finite and infinite games, right? Finite games are played with the goal of winning, simply winning. This is all sports, this is elections, this is competition, debates, arguments of any kind. This is a finite game with the goal of winning. Infinite games are played with the goal of continuing to play. The goal of infinite games is simply to play indefinitely. This is a metaphor for life as a whole, right? A hockey game is a finite game. Life is an infinite game. You probably wanna keep playing. We all tend to wanna to live as long as we can, right? This is a metaphor for life as a whole. Here's an example, and I don't know why I came up with this example, but I was writing notes and I thought it was funny. Do you guys remember when Charlie Sheen was on top of the world simply for being an asshole? Like, literally, he was just a douchebag, and the whole world was obsessed with Charlie Sheen, and everywhere you turn, you saw hashtag winning. Remember that shit? Hashtag winning, hashtag winning, hashtag winning, all right, right, all over the place, okay? Literally, it was just hashtag winning, there was t-shirts, all this stuff. And then, yet, Charlie Sheen still completely disappeared, dropped off the map, right? Clearly, winning was finite, right? Now, by anyone's standards, I hope by anyone's standards, definitely by my personal standards, Charlie Sheen is a drug addict, a womanizer, and a loser. But he's rich. So, by America's sick, weird, twisted, Monopoly-style view of the world, he won the game. He was winning because he was rich and could afford hookers and cocaine. Somehow that was winning, right? But we looked at it as winning. Now, his winning was incredibly short-lived, and his winning was short-lived because he neglected to consider how the finite game impacted the infinite game of life, right? Why am I telling you this ridiculous story of Charlie Sheen? because the entire country and fitness industry is selling you on 
fitness as a finite game. They're selling you on health, wellness, nutrition, fitness, especially as a finite game. We live in the world of this. We live in the world of 30 days or four weeks or 21 days, whatever, right? 30 day resets, four weeks to better abs, get fit for summer, lose the extra holiday pounds, get your bikini body back in time for summer, juice cleanses, boot camp challenges, biggest loser challenges at work, right? All finite games, all bullshit. They all lack the big picture. They don't look at the infinite game of life, okay? So I don't know how to break this to everyone. I don't know if this this is a newsflash for you, right? Look at me. People think I'm a healthy guy. People think I'm a fit guy, right? Sure, true. I'm not done, okay? I don't know how to break this to you guys. In the world of health and wellness, you are never done, ever. In the world of health and wellness, you are never done. And nobody realizes that because they're too focused on the finite. They're too focused on the beach body that they secretly know they will never have. What happens when you get there? What happens when you get your beach body? Have you ever stopped and thought about that? What happens? What does your life look like when you finally have six pack abs? What does your life look like? Do you think you're done? Do you think you get to stop doing all of the things you did to get you there? Of course not, because the six pack will go away. Optimal human health is literally endless. It is an infinite game, okay? You don't stop putting effort in until the day you die. If you do stop putting effort in too soon, the day you die comes a lot sooner than you hope it would. So stop looking at fitness as a finite game and start looking at it as an infinite game. Again, finite games are played with the goal of winning. Infinite games are played with the goal of continuing to play. If your goal is to be a healthy person, get started and do it for the rest of your life. Don't tell me you're gonna exercise for the next 30 days. You might as well not even start if that is your mindset. Don't even start, okay? You wanna get fit? You're 40 years old? Congratulations, you just signed up for a 50-year goal. Understand that. Get finite out of your head. This is why you continue to fail. You can't look at it as an infinite game. You're struggling to look at it as an infinite game. Stop looking at it as a finite game, okay? Infinite games are played with the goal of continuing to play. I need you to look at that. This perfectly outlines my views of fitness and viewing health and wellness as an infinite game. So I want you to understand what I'm about to say to you, okay? I wrote this today. You get to quote me. Here we go. If you want lifelong health and wellness with effortless sustainability, you must design a lifestyle that you truly enjoy that makes you want to continue playing indefinitely. Let me rephrase. Makes you want to continue playing the game of life indefinitely. Okay? If you want lifelong health and wellness with effortless sustainability, you must design a lifestyle that you truly enjoy that makes you want to continue playing indefinitely. Period. Okay? Fitness is not a prison sentence. So let's talk about fitness as the U.S. knows it. As the U.S. knows it, it's all programmed, right? Beach body, CrossFit, bodybuilding, steady state cardio for literally hours on end. Mindless hours. So much so that we have cardio theaters that you stand in 
Maybe watching Man on Fire will make this more enjoyable. Look, it's Denzel Washington. I'm going to try to forget about the fact that I'm destroying my body on a fucking hamster wheel, right? It's ridiculous. It's insane, guys. Stop with the nonsense, okay? Steady state cardio. You have cycling classes. You have boot camp classes. You have 90-minute hot yoga sessions. All these things are associated with misery, pain, punishment, and, of course, recurring membership fees. Hooray, right? No pain, no gain is for meatheads, not scientists. Clovis has always been a focus on science, okay? And I have a newsflash for you. The top elite experts in the world, okay? The top elite athletes in the world. What do you think Tom Brady is closer to? A scientist or a meathead? Sure, it's probably a mix of both. But I assure you, the top athletes in the world are scientists, not meatheads, okay? If you hate your fitness program... Sustainable long-term success is impossible. If your fitness program hurts you, sustainable long-term success is impossible. Now, fitness as Clovis knows it is completely different. It should all be enjoyable. It all should be pleasurable. It should be based on your goals, what you want out of life, happiness and fulfillment, fulfillment most notably. So we're talking leisurely walks outdoors, maybe some low-intensity aerobic threshold training, body weight training or movement practices, light yoga, mobility work. If you're at an intermediate stage, we can talk about some low rep barbell training, maybe a max three times per week for about 30 minutes. Time under tension lifting, which you can do with body weight or weights. I'm talking about 15 minutes per workout, literally. Then we get into the advanced stuff where we talk about skill work like my professional athletes or I like to work with uh, really complex movements with kettlebells. I like gymnastics training. I train martial arts. I'll do weekly sprints, right? I do some power lifting. I really like barbell power lifting. Then you get into sports specific training like MMA, endurance training when I work with triathletes. All other sports, team sports, individual sports with the goal of competing, sports specific training has zero to do with aesthetic physique goals. Zero. You're trying to get better at a specific sport, a specific skill, okay? So I cannot be more clear about this. At Clovis, the main course is nutrition, always. Fitness is to be looked at as dessert, okay? More is not better, and more can be very, very bad for you. Shall we say toxic, because that's the truth, okay? So people love to say that because I say things like this, that I'm anti-fitness, okay? They say that I'm anti-fitness, and then I remind them that I train professional athletes. I remind them that I train at least five days per week. At least five days per week, I am training. I am a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. I have a full-blown powerlifting, crossfit, gymnastics training gym in my house 20 feet away from me right now, literally 20 feet away. And I'm in there five days a week. But that surprises people because I tell 99.99% of new clients to stop training. Why would I do that if that's not what I'm doing? Because they are not ready. Okay? They're not ready and I understand how the human body works. Telling an obese person to exercise more is like telling someone with a torn ACL to run a marathon. They can do it, theoretically, but that does not mean it's good for them. And that is my main issue with the fitness industry. They don't tell people what's good for them. They don't take certain things into consideration, okay? 
I'm going to look at some of these comments because they're going crazy. And then we're going to talk about why specifically I hate the fitness industry. Okay. Because I really do. Man, I struggle with it. Eat bacon forever. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you eat bacon forever? Bacon's amazing. I invited my Beachbody friends to come talk to you. I hope that they do. That would be great. I'd love to chat with them. Clovis means never done. Hashtag. I like that. Eat bacon and chocolate for the rest of your life. Absolutely. I eat bacon. I eat chocolate. I ate chocolate today. Pretty great, right? All right. So we got some comments there. That's great. Let's jump back in. We're talking about why I hate the fitness industry specifically, but I want to start this section by saying that I love fitness. I just hate the fitness industry. So let's talk about this in case you're just like, this guy just doesn't like to work out. This Justin dude, he just doesn't like hard work, right? I love when people say stuff like that to me. It's hilarious, right? Because I've done literally everything. Over the last 17 years, I've done bodybuilding, distance running, CrossFit, kettlebells, boxing, jujitsu, powerlifting. I had some pretty legit PRs. I got my deadlift up to 425 pounds. My back squat was 310 pounds. My bench press was 265 pounds. At the time, I weighed 165 pound body weight. Not too bad. I was really deep in the powerlifting things. I have trained Olympic lifting with Olympians who competed in the Olympics. I have worked $250 an hour with some of the top kettlebell experts in the world, some of the original founders of Strong First Kettlebell Training. I've been in their houses training with them, okay? I've done yoga, gymnastics, all the stuff that's considered lighter, right? I've done the silly beach body programs that you guys have all done when I didn't know better. I've done every single P90X program that has ever come out more than once. I completed Sean T's original insanity six times in a row, okay? I've done all of this stuff. I'm telling you, I'm no stranger to fitness and I love it, but I want you to understand that I spent about 14 of the last 17 years deeply rooted in the no pain, no gain camp, always thinking more is better and much more is much better, right? And I can tell you definitively, I wish that I had run across something like this podcast, like this Facebook Live 17 years ago. If I'd found a podcast like this one 17 years ago, my life right now would be much better. It would have helped me avoid all the pitfalls and all the terrible ways in which I really damaged my body. I mean, really damaged my body, okay? Um, now you know a little bit about my background, let's get into why I hate the fitness industry. So the fitness industry never tells you what fitness is for, okay? So I did another fitness AMA. The first one I ever did, I believe, Test my memory here. I think it's AMA number 11, but it was called Fitness for Fat Loss or Not, where I was detailing that exercise has nothing to do with fat loss, okay? Fitness exists for two reasons. One, to build muscle. Two, to improve specific skills, okay? If you want to build muscle, you have to work out. If you want to improve specific skills, you have to practice those skills. Strength training is a skill. Barbell lifts are a skill. Kettlebells are a skill. Gymnastics training is a skill. Stop looking them at them as fitness. That's what I hate. The whole fitness industry is like, get in shape, whatever the hell that means. It literally means, what the hell does get in shape mean? What shape? What are you talking about? There's just nothing, right? The fitness industry neglects to define goals in any meaningful way, whatever. It's just complete this 30 days and get in shape. That's a nonsense term for lazy people, okay? The industry neglects completely to account for the individual. All of these programs are marketed to everyone. All the ads we see, all the posts we see from influencers, our friends who are trainers, right? Everyone tells us online, CrossFit is great for everyone, no matter your goals. You can start at age 90 or age 10. 
right? CrossFit's good for the whole family. Beachbody is perfect for any physique goal that you have, whatever. And then the ridiculous clickbaity titles that are like, try Hugh Jackman's crazy Wolverine workout that got him ready for his shredded character role, right? If you're a 250 pound man with 35% body fat, you will not get the same results that Gerard Butler got from his workout prep for the movie 300. You're not going to get the same results, dude. Not in this universe. Please be smarter than this. Please be smarter than these titles, than these articles that you read or these trainers that you listen to, right? So I want you to understand, Clovis, what makes Clovis different from the rest of the fitness industry, Clovis helps sick people. The fitness industry hurts them and makes them feel bad about themselves. Do not misunderstand what I'm saying here. If you are an obese person, you are sick, you are ill. It is the same as having some other sickness or some other type of illness. It needs to be corrected. You are not in a healthy place. You are not ready for CrossFit, okay? Understand that. We have to get you healthy first. Clovis is here to help sick people. The fitness industry hurts them and then makes them feel bad about themselves, okay? Now, I also want you guys to understand a quick note real quick, and I just added this before we started the episode because I talk about the word CrossFit a lot in this episode, but I want you to understand CrossFit can be used interchangeably with just about any other program you can think of. The reason why I keep using the word CrossFit is because CrossFit is basically the most popular workout protocol or program or whatever in the history of America ever. Literally, it's like the most popular ever. So when I say CrossFit, it paints a very clear picture in your mind. It's basically the only thing that's a really high intensity workout that's also a household name. So it's just easy for me to use that word. Does that make sense? So I'm not just only shitting on CrossFit. Like I'm just using that because it brings a very clear picture to everyone's minds because we all know what CrossFit is, right? So it's not that I hate CrossFit as a whole, right? I hate CrossFit for the vast majority of people. But I also hate almost all intense fitness protocols for the vast majority of people because details matter, like I always say, right? Now, obese individuals have much different goals than a 25-year-old athlete trying to PR his deadlift, which is already sitting at over 300 pounds, the CrossFitter, let's say, right? But if you talk to most 25-year-old CrossFitters, They think that they're geniuses and they're going to evangelically tell you that CrossFit is the best program on planet Earth for weight loss because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just love their CrossFit, right? And the same goes for bodybuilders, endurance athletes, yogis, gymnasts, surfers, slackliners, you name it. They think their thing is the thing. They all walk around like if more people would just do what I do, more people would be healthy. Nothing could be further from the truth, okay? These absurd statements are the exact opposite of helping people. They make people feel bad about themselves. They make them feel like it's their fault that they can't lose weight with fitness. It's the same thing the nutrition industry does. Oh, you went vegan and didn't lose any weight? Try harder. Eat less meat, right? It blames the person, not the protocol. So I always say exercise has nothing to do with fat loss. And this is a little bit tongue in cheek. I'm just trying to make a point and it's an oversimplified point and I admit that because I have to teach things this way because we've been brainwashed in our society to think that more fitness equals fat loss. You don't lose fat, all you gotta do is just exercise more, right? It's crazy. And the issue with that is they're talking about energy balance, calories in, calories out, burn more calories when you eat, but energy balance does not tell the whole story, 
okay? So clinical data shows definitively, I could do an entire podcast just on this, that you can absolutely gain body fat even if there is a negative energy balance in your body, meaning you are burning more calories than you are consuming. This is because of hormones, which I talk about endlessly in previous AMA episodes. Go watch uh, AMA number 31, Hormones Finding the Balance. Hormones can create positive or negative results in the body regardless of energy balance, okay? So here's a good example. Let's say you're an obese person. You're dealing with issues such as insulin resistance and leptin resistance. You probably don't know it, but you're dealing, dealing with insulin resistance, leptin resistance. You're probably dealing with chronically high cortisol levels, right? Let's say you take that, you're that person, and now you're eating a 1,000 calorie per day diet because your crazy doctor told you that's what you need to lose weight. But he's neglected the fact that your diet is made up of 60% carbohydrates. Now let's take it further and say some of those carbohydrates are endocrine, endocrine disruptors, such as grains and soy, right? And you're also spending anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours per day on the treadmill doing steady state cardio, huffing and puffing. You will not lose the fat, period. It's not going to happen for you. Why do I know this approach doesn't work? Because it's literally what just about every single Clovis client I've ever gotten, it's what they're doing by the time they get to me. It's what millions of obese people are doing right now. What time is it right now? It's what, 8.30, okay? I guarantee you, countless millions of people all across the country have a magazine unfolded on their elliptical or their treadmill and they're reading Cosmopolitan or they're watching a movie in a cardio theater right now as we speak, sweating, huffing, puffing, and thinking, what the hell am I doing with my life? I hate this, right? That's what they're doing right now. It doesn't work. It's what millions of people are doing. They're operating on bad information so they don't stand a chance, period. Yet, if you put an obese person on a workout plan like that, they follow it and get zero results, they feel bad about themselves, not about the plan. This is the definition of injustice. It is the reason why Clovis exists, because this shit makes me really angry. Really angry, okay? It's so hard to talk about this stuff. It just drives me nuts, right? So I want to walk you through this little excerpt I took. Uh, my friend Diana Rogers, who runs the podcast Sustainable Dish, uh, she's got a new documentary she's filming. Clovis is heavily invested in that. And uh, she introduced me to this great book, which I'm going to be adding to the I Am Clovis list, by the way. There's a freebie for you called The Poor Misunderstood Calorie. And uh, here's a little excerpt from that. It says, when someone initiates an exercise regimen... Without a specific dietary intervention, long-term weight loss fails to occur in the majority of people. Exercise is neither sufficient nor essential for weight loss. Diet plus exercise is a great lifestyle choice that will improve your health, but it's not much more effective for weight loss than dieting plus piano lessons. True story. This doesn't mean you shouldn't exercise, okay? I want to be clear on that. This doesn't mean you shouldn't exercise. Exercise has benefits for everyone. I promise you, particularly when they're ready for it. But like I said earlier, in my opinion, optimal human health... Sorry, I'm not sure about that. Optimal human health is not possible in the absence of physical fitness. I do not think that optimal human health is possible in the absence of physical fitness. At some point in your journey, we need to add fitness in. Absolutely. That goes for every single one of you out there, no matter where your starting point is right now, I promise you. 
So now let's talk a little bit about why I love fitness, okay? I love fitness because exercise carries countless health and longevity benefits when part of a healthy lifestyle. I wanna be very clear about that. So exercise is directly linked to a reduced risk of what's called all-cause mortality in everyone, regardless of body weight. So I've talked about this before in AMA is this idea of all-cause mortality. It's just a simple way of saying death as a whole. All-cause mortality, really we're talking about what, I mean, we say natural causes, but 97% of Western disease is not natural. It's caused by food. We've never dealt with it before until trans fats and soy and dairy and whatever the hell else, right? But generally speaking, besides, you know, getting hit by a bus, walking across the street, all-cause mortality means death for any reason involving your health, okay? But exercise should never be viewed as number one in the list of priorities for human health. It has to be stacked on top of things, added to things like proper nutrition, stress management, happiness, and fulfillment. Yes, I literally just said, if you hate your job, and hate your spouse, and hate your living situation, you can do everything right, and you will still not be living a healthy life. At all, whatsoever. You need to check those boxes before you can move on to do any of this, okay? So let's touch on a few of the benefits of exercise. Q-O-L, all right, number one, quality of life. Do you get tired when you're playing with your kids? Do you huff and puff while you're playing with your grandkids? Does one round of tag with your grandkids leave you laying on the ground huffing and puffing, right? Does getting out of bed, sitting up to get out of bed and getting to your feet, do you have your hands on your knees? Does it take actual physical exertion just to get out of bed? Do you get winded going upstairs, right? These are all very important questions to ask yourself. Now exercise, most notably resistance training, increases both the quantity and quality of skeletal muscle, all right? Bicep is skeletal muscle, okay? It increases the number of muscle fibers and the functionality of that skeletal muscle, which has a direct impact on on lifespan and irrefutably improves quality of life. It literally just makes life easier. So the amount of muscle, skeletal muscle you have is a direct marker of expected life, life expectancy. Literally, how much muscle you have is a direct marker for life expectancy. Uh, the other thing it does is reduces stress. And I really wanna talk about this one because this is the number one complaint I get when I quote unquote take away fitness from people, right? I get, but Justin, I need my fitness for mental health. It just makes my brain feel so good, blah, blah, blah. And these are people that are like running five miles a day or running on the treadmill every day or whatever, right? They're not realizing that they're using the word fitness as a blanket term and they are overtraining. They could get the same mental benefits that they perceive to be getting. They get those same benefits with different types of training modalities that are far less detrimental to their bodies. They just don't know better yet. And we get there as their journey progresses. So the third thing is body composition. But Justin, you said fitness has nothing to do with weight loss. I did say that. I was correct. That is true. And weight loss has nothing to do with body composition. And we've talked about this a million times. This is how you can have two separate 200 pound men. One of those men can have a big giant beer belly and man boobs, and the other one can have ripped chiseled six pack abs. They're both 200 pound men, okay? Weight loss has nothing to do with body composition, nothing at all. Also, we're still using exercise as a blanket term, which is wrong. For instance, everyone goes running. 
They say, I'm going to get in shape. January 1st, I'm going to get in shape. Everyone goes running. This is ineffective, especially as most people know it. Huffing and puffing for 45 minutes straight, you're damaging your body the entire way. It's very ineffective for fat loss. So very slow jogging and even walking is far superior to running for body composition results. Not all cardio is created equal. But yet again, the one modality that trumps them all for body composition is resistance training. If your goal is more muscle versus body fat, you want to take up resistance training. Absolutely, if your goals have to do with body composition. And if you're ready for it, I'm gonna keep saying that, if you're ready for it, if you're ready for it. Why? Because increased skeletal muscle, like we talked about, improves quality of life. It also makes day-to-day -day physical activities easier, which makes them lower intensity, and fat oxidation happens during low-intensity activity. So literally, the more muscle you have, the less intense day-to-day -day activities become, and that increased skeletal muscle increases your body's fat oxidation capacity. So literally, you spend more time burning fat. The more muscle you have, the more body fat you burn for energy throughout the day, period, okay? Doesn't seem fair, right? It's like the rich get richer, the jacked get more jacked, right? Number four, longevity. Now that's the last one I'm gonna talk about and we're gonna get into some nitty gritty stuff, but longevity is really important. Here's where we're gonna talk about a little bit of science, not gonna go too, too deep. I had more science of growth hormone, insulin-like growth factor one, and longevity and animal studies and all these things, um, but I'm gonna do those on a different AMA, sorry. Just didn't feel right once I was kind of working through these notes, didn't feel right. But anyway, we'll talk a little bit about some nerd science. So cardiovascular health, and skeletal muscle, again, body composition, are both significant predictors of lifespan. So one of the things I wanna talk about is, we'll call it RHR. This is your resting heart rate, okay? So again, there are some of you in Clovis that are really excited that you never have to work out ever. You're just like, I'm never working out again in my life. No, if you stay on the Clovis journey, we we're probably still in fat loss mode for you. But when the time comes, I will hold your feet to the fire and tell you that it's time to work on some of these things. So resting heart rate, there was a 16 year follow-up study comparing resting heart rates in individuals that showed a 16% increased risk of death for every 10 beats per minute higher resting heart rate. Literally, for every 10 BPM higher your resting heart rate was, your risk of death increased by 16%. That's crazy. That's a 32% increased risk of death just for 20 BPM on your resting heart rate. That's nuts. Now, I, I personally use my Aura Ring to measure my resting heart rate, which there was a debacle with that, so it's getting shipped back and I'm getting a new Aura Ring, but there are plenty of apps out there, free apps, um, that you can find, I don't know the names off of my head, but check your resting heart rate, it's very important. Um, I like the Aura Ring because it takes your resting heart rate at night, at, at nighttime. My average resting heart rate is a 47. Okay, so I'll give you an idea of what resting heart rate looks like in, a, in someone who's trained, right? My resting heart rate, on average, according to my Aura Ring while I sleep, is around 46, 47, okay? Now, resting heart rates above 90 BPM showed a three-fold increased risk of all-cause mortality, a three-fold increased risk of death by anything. If your resting heart rate is above 90 BPM, you need to work on that 
immediately. You are at a three times higher risk of death, okay? Now let's talk about skeletal muscle. So we talked about skeletal muscle making daily activities easier, more low intensity. There's a test called the sitting rising test or SRT, right? Basically what they do is they did this giant study where they took people ages 51 to 80 and they scored them on this SRT test. So they have you stand up from the floor, they have you sit back down to the floor, and they have a scoring system. So standing up, you get ranked zero to five. Every time you use a hand or an elbow or a knee or some kind of support system, one point is subtracted from five. They do that standing up, they do that sitting back down. So your ultimate score is gonna be zero to 10, right? And then they separate this into these four categories, zero to three, 3.5 to 5.5, six to 7.5, and eight to 10. So you have four units there, right? Now, each unit increase in this SRT score conferred a 21% improvement in survival. Just your ability to get up and down off the floor without using elbows and hands and limbs and hands on your knees and all this stuff, right? So SRT, this sitting rising test, is a significant predictor of mortality in 51 to 80 year olds. As you get older, skeletal muscle is of critical importance. That's why I make sure my 59 year old dad is jacked all the time. He takes his shirt off and you think he's 30. It's ridiculous, right? Because I want him to be around for a long, long time because he gives really good life advice, okay? So in fact, as humans age, simple falls, and I know there's a lot of registered nurses out there, tons of nurses in Clovis, which is a little scary by itself, but hey, I can teach you guys about that, right? Um, but as nurses know, one of the biggest risks of death for elderly people is falling down, right? The old commercial, help, I've fallen and I can't get up, all this stuff, right? Like you fall down, nobody finds you for three days, nobody finds you for 10 days, you starve to death, whatever, you fall down, break your hip, you're screwed, right? If I fall down, my hip's not gonna break, it's not gonna happen, okay? So there's another study that linked physical activity with uh, greater mental flexibility in older patients. And this stuff goes on and on. You could literally go to PubMed and just find exercise benefits. And just go search it, right? There are endless studies showing the benefits of exercise in particular doses. I want to be clear about that. In particular doses. Now, unfortunately, we don't have and probably never will have a study that says seven CrossFit wads per week were tested against a placebo group and showed that longevity in trained CrossFit athletes training at least three hours per week is X. It's just not gonna happen, right? And it's not gonna happen because of the state of health in our country, because people are so sick. Um, figuring out how healthy the CrossFitters are is very, very low on the priority list of the government or the CDC or whoever else, right? So basically speaking, Exercise on paper looks pretty fantastic for human health. So why do I hate the fitness industry so much? Let me take a look at some comments then I'm gonna answer that question for you. Let's see what we got. Fitness industry is just abusive psychological torture. I could not agree with that more. I could not agree with that more. Um, and I mean, I remember before I was fit, you know, it sucks. You compare yourself to people, you compare yourself to freaking Muscle and Fitness Magazine, whatever, it's brutal. All right, we're back up to some older comments, but yeah, the fitness industry is just, yeah, I mean, again, guys, I tell you to say the manifesto every day. I don't know how many of you do. If you do, click the emoji button. I want to see how many of you say the manifesto out loud every day, people who are in the Clovis Academy. When I say over and over and over in three different ways at three different times in the manifesto to not compare yourself to other people and not care what other people think, right? Take that stuff to heart. There's a reason why I tell you to say these words out loud. I'm not messing around, okay? Do it good for you. All right, so let's get into why I hate the fitness industry. 
hate the fitness industry, I'm calling this segment Pros versus Joes, okay? Remember that TV show was out for a little while, it was pretty funny. Um, just the same way that I said you shouldn't go from couch potato to training like the Hugh Jackman Wolverine workout, you should not go from zero fitness to high intensity training multiple days per week. This is a recipe for disaster. This is why everyone fails at their New Year's resolution. Week one, January 1st, everyone goes to the gym four days in a row and then they're so sore they can't move for two weeks and they eat Ben and Jerry's. Makes no sense to me, people are crazy, right? Get it through your head, even if you are a CrossFitter or a triathlete or whatever out there talking to me right now. You are not a professional athlete, you're not. Some of you might be, some of you watching might get paid for it. Why do I know that? Because I'm your trainer, right? Some of you get paid for this, I understand that. For most of you, you are not a professional athlete. Stop behaving like one. Stop it. It's not good for you, okay? I consistently have CrossFitters and bodybuilders and other athletes try to impress me with their super cool, super lengthy workouts, right? They don't like it at all when my response is, that's cool, bro. What event are you training for and how much are they paying you? I get met with eye rolls or whatever, dude. They don't, they don't like that response, right? I generally get very grumpy responses to my response to their impressive workout that they posted on their Instagram or whatever, right? They are not competitive athletes. They just have really big egos. They are compensating for something that's missing in their lives, but that's a whole different story. I'm not gonna get into that. We'll get off the ego thing. Ego is crazy, right? But what these people don't realize is I have been around CrossFitters for years now, okay? I've been around CrossFitters for years. There's literally a CrossFit gym in my garage that we talked about. I can count on one hand, maybe I can count on one hand, the number of people I know that have kept up intense training consistently for years without taking giant blocks of multiple months, if not years, completely off of training to recover from serious injuries, right? Literally, I, can't, I can count these people on one hand. Even the people I know who stuck it out and didn't take breaks, have just been crazy enough to continue training straight through their significant injuries. And I assure you, these people will not be doing that in their 40s and 50s. Might be working for them now at 26, 27, 28, right? I run into the same thing with martial arts. I absolutely love jujitsu. If I get choked by somebody in a significant way and something tweaks in my neck, I don't go back to jujitsu until I can see my massage therapist, until I can spend some days doing some mobility work in my gym in my house, then I'll go back to jujitsu when I'm good and ready. I have no intention on competing, I have no intention on entering the UFC. I don't get paid for this, right? But I know dudes who, will, who don't compete at all. They don't compete, they don't get paid, and they'll injure their joints and they'll go back to training the next day with some kind of wrap or something on their elbow or their shoulder, whatever. There's no pain, no gain shit. It has to stop, right? This is why you'll see average Joes, literally like average people walking around with rock tape, like kinesiology tape on their elbows or their shoulders or their knees or whatever, right? So they can continue to train through their injuries so they can mask the pain so they can continue training. You're basically assuring that you will not be able to do something you love as you age. You are assuring this. This is ego at its worst. This is a finite game. A finite game with zero concern for the infinite game. I'm just gonna hit these CrossFit wands this week, bro. Doesn't matter, no excuses, no days off, right? Sure, talk to me when you're 50 with a beer belly because you haven't been able to exercise in six months, right? Fitness 
is just like any other hormetic stressor. Now in the next section, I'm gonna chat with you guys about hormetic stressors. I know I'm running out of time here. But fitness is absolutely toxic at too high of a dose. So most CrossFitters train six days per week. That is the norm. Most bodybuilders do five-day splits or six-day splits, right? All these people are training every day. Distance runners tend to run every single day, okay? So let's pick on CrossFit a little bit. Let's do it. Let's talk about the success of CrossFit programs because I did something that was very interesting. I spent some time on the internet doing this and I want you to do the same thing. Just for fun, spend some time online trying to find CrossFit transformations of obese people. If you Google CrossFit transformations, you're going to get the transformations of professional CrossFit athletes and what their bodies have looked like in the CrossFit games year after year. Who gives a shit, right? Try to find me transformations from CrossFit of overweight people. I'm telling you, I'm dead serious right now. Go try this. One, they are incredibly difficult to find because CrossFit works for almost zero obese people. And with the insane popularity of this sport, you'd think you'd be able to find countless thousands of transformations. This is not the case. It's just not. Keep searching. It's very difficult, okay? Keep searching. Find the very best transformations you can come up with. The most fantastic before and after pictures of overweight people you can possibly find in the CrossFit community. Once you have these pictures, head over to the Clovis Academy, facebook.com slash group slash Clovis Academy. If you're on desktop, click the results topic. If you're on mobile, click the search bar and enter in the word results. The 11-month CrossFit transformations, the 11-month CrossFit transformations will look like four to six week before and after pictures of Clovis clients. I'm telling you right now, one year results will look like four to six week results in Clovis. It's absolutely shocking because I took the time to do this, right? If you take the time to do this, it's gonna blow your mind. The comparison is ridiculous. Yet all these personal trainers and influencers, they post on their Instagrams and they brag about helping their clients lose like 30 pounds in 14 months. What? You need a stiff right cross to your face for posting this and making people think that this is inspirational. I need to punch you. That's what needs to happen, right? These, with these horrific captions, it'll say things like, in just 14 short months, Lucy dropped 30 pounds. Our program works in just 14 short months. Are you kidding me? I cut 21 pounds off people in 19 days. My average weight loss is 15 pounds in 14 days. What? What are you talking about 30 pounds in 14 months? This stuff makes me sick, guys. And these people are getting paid. The average CrossFit membership is $175 a month. $175 a month. You guys paid me $97 for a custom nutrition plan. Some of you are five months in and you're still emailing me questions every day that I'm answering for $97. You want to talk to me about anything related to paying for health and wellness advice. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth the way that the fitness industry works. It is horrific. Okay? It's horrific. Think about that next time you email me your questions. Literally, seriously, it's insane, guys. So, and the most compelling stories that you will find of overweight individuals, the most compelling stories you'll find, because I found a couple, right? You'll find these overweight individuals who are showing their entire journey. It's usually a three or four year journey, right? These are people who spent two years doing CrossFit with zero pounds lost, remained morbidly obese, doing CrossFit six days per week. Then year two, they kind of figured out the nutrition side of things a little bit and they had a brand new body in six months. 
and they go, see, CrossFit works. What are you talking about? It's insane, guys. What does this teach us? Fitness is never priority number one for health and wellness. Never. Nutrition always is. Clovis always is. Okay? I get results in everyone. Period. Do what I tell you. You get results. That's it. I'm sorry to sound like an asshole. This is getting old, guys. It's crazy. Right? And people argue with me. I give them their plan. They're like, what are you talking about? No fitness? If I stop working out, I'm not going to lose any fat. You didn't lose any fat. You came to me overweight. You're losing nothing by giving up the fitness. It's insane, guys. This is, we're getting, really getting crazy here, okay? So I want you to understand, nutrition is always step number one for everything. Nutrition comes before fitness. Nutrition comes before your career change. Nutrition comes before your healthy relationship with your significant other. Nutrition comes before being a better parent. It literally comes before everything. Focus on the infinite game first. What are you trying to accomplish in the infinite game of life? I don't give a shit about your 30-day goal. I don't. Infinite game, guys. Understand this. The finite view of human health has failed us decade after decade after decade, and still, very few people question the dogma. I still get emails, are you sure I have to give up my cycling class, right? What makes it so bad? I'm not saying that it's bad for everyone. I'm saying it's bad for most, especially overweight individuals, thanks to our old friends, hormones. Talked about this like crazy. Talk about the, the, the myth of adrenal fatigue in AMA number 31, hormones, finding the balance, blah, blah, blah. I talk about hormones all the time. They run the show entirely, irrefutably, end of discussion. Hormones run the show, okay? We talk about adrenal fatigue and cortisol, high cortisol levels due to chronic stress, lack of sleep, poor diet, overtraining, right? Where there's chronic cortisol levels, you're probably going to find insulin resistance. Where there's insulin resistance and high cortisol levels, you're probably going to find leaky gut and systemic inflammation because the body works as a whole, right? Once this happens, once you have reached this place, you have reached a point where intense exercise will work against your fat loss goals, period, your hormone imbalances will prevent you from burning fat no matter what you do. I need you to understand that. So we have to heal you first. You're stacking inflammation, you're stacking chronic stressors, you're stacking problems, okay? So I want you to understand, exercise is an acute inflammatory stressor meant to elicit a hormetic response. I'm gonna write this down. A hormetic response, okay? So a hormetic response is actually a beneficial response to something that is toxic in high doses, to an acute small stressor, to something that's toxic in high doses. This is literally how exercise works. Exercise is acute, it's inflammatory, it is a stressor, and the body adapts through a hormetic response. It's also called hormesis, right? So this works just like fasting. Fasting is a hormetic response. What your body does in response to fasting is hormetic. Cold showers, okay? This is another hormetic stressor. My infrared sauna 20, sauna, 20 feet away from me, my infrared sauna is a hormetic stressor. It elicits a hormetic response, hormesis in the body. These are all beneficial stressors, okay? So we talk about fasting, cold exposure, heat therapy, even antioxidants and uh, uh, polyphenols, right? These, these are how these things work, guys. They are fantastically beneficial, but they're all acute stressors, right? They're hormetic stressors. In high doses, they all kill you. In too high a dose, they all kill you. 
along with exercise, right? Ex too much exercise is terrible for you. It is toxic to your body in high doses. Toxic if too high. Now, if you add all these stressors on top of the fact that you're always fighting with your kids, always fighting with your spouse, you're working 60 hours a week, you hate your job, your boss is a dick, you spend three hours a day in bumper to bumper traffic, bringing in, breathing in all the pollution, you're eating fast food on your way home because you don't have time and you're eating at restaurants where everything's cooked in soybean oil, right? Stress, 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 stress. You stand no chance. You add fitness on top of this, you're screwed, right? It's the same way if you're a CrossFitter, don't practice intermittent fasting, okay? Okay? My goodness. People want to talk to me about fasting all the time now. I'll become the fasting guy, right? Now, can you work out during fasting? Yes, but if you're doing seven CrossFit wads a week, six CrossFit wads a week, you don't want to intermittent fast. Your number one goal at that level of fitness is recovery, okay? You need that fuel. You need those things to repair your muscles. You need the anabolic response. You need a, usually a caloric surplus, right? Details matter, everybody. I think fasting is fantastic for overweight individuals and obese individuals. It's fantastic for fit people like me to do every now and then, right? If you're doing these crazy, crazy intense workouts or you're an athlete, intermittent fasting might not be the best thing for you. It's different for everybody. All of these stressors, don't stack them. It's crazy, okay? This is why I get a little bit snappy sometimes with my responses because I'll work with an obese client who loses 20 pounds in 30 days and they instantly come back to me and they're like, I'm ready for fitness. What do you want me to do? Give me a fitness protocol. And I'm like, no, they're still not ready, okay? They're going to undo the work that we've done by jumping into these things. Now, you would think that telling an overweight person to just chill out, relax, and eat way more food than they're used to, just chill. Chill, eat a bunch of nutrient-dense, healthy food, don't work out, you would think it's a dream come true, but nine out of 10 clients fight me on this. I'm telling you, that's why this episode is happening, because I fight with people about it all the time. Now, to be clear, these are people who have tried everything, quote-unquote, and nothing has worked, quote-unquote, they find me and I tell them to do the exact opposite of everything else they've tried and they speak to me like I'm a crazy person. What do you mean? I need to work out to lose weight. You've been working out for 30 years and you're still obese. Can we please have this conversation? Can we get real here? Can you just listen? That's it, right? Try something different, guys. I'm telling you. If you can focus on the infinite game, it's much easier to realize the fact that you have the rest of your life to get in ridiculously good shape. Like I said, if you're 40 and you want to be in shape, congratulations, you just signed up for a 50 to 60 year goal. Congrats, get started, awesome, right? You have the rest of your life to be in ridiculously good shape. If you are, overbeast, or if you are overweight or obese, You've done some things wrong. You've probably operated on some really bad information and gotten yourself in a little bit of a pickle, right? So we must first untangle all of that nonsense, get you to a place where you are ready, healthy for physical fitness. We gotta get you there first and it might take longer than you want it to. Again, you have the rest of your life. If you found Clovis at 250 pounds in June, you don't need to be doing handstands and ring dips by the end of September. You're setting yourself up for failure. I'm sorry, that's an unrealistic goal, okay? We need to talk about that. If you can be patient and do this correctly, I can promise you lifelong improvements. 
lifelong, infinite game, long term. You'll get healthier and healthier year over year. You won't backpedal because of injuries and jumping into things too quickly. If you rush things, you're completely screwed. Risk of injury goes through the roof. Risk of hormone balance goes through the roof. You can stop your fat loss dead. I'm telling you guys. I don't know how many times I got to talk about this. Whoa, 904. Okay. Uh, let's jump into live Q&A. I have a couple of live Q&As basically loaded here that I want to talk about real quick. So I'm going to do those. Um, what do we got? Taped up in several places in my house. Say it out loud daily and when we need extra support. That's fantastic. The manifesto. Go to the Clovis Academy. Check out the manifesto. And now use boot camp monthly membership. 200 bucks a month to buy uncured bacon, grass-fed beef, and dry farm wines. Amazing. Yeah, that's the other thing. People can't afford to eat healthy. I'm like, do you have a $175 CrossFit gym membership? Mm. Uh, bye-bye boot camp. Heck yes. That works for me. I'm that one that loves it. Perfect, Carla. That's great. All right. So um, one of the questions I got today, a couple of the questions that I promised Jackie, I would try to throw these in there because she said it in Clovis Academy. I think she posted it. Um, when am I ready? When am I ready for fitness, right? Now, I don't make blanket statements. You guys know this. So you shouldn't know by asking that question. You weren't going to get a direct response, right? When am I ready? I can pretty safely say, ballpark, if you're around 15 pounds off from your target goal, whatever your, whatever your weight loss goal is or what we'll call healthy, and I'm gonna define that here in a second for you. If you're about within about 15 pounds of where you should be health-wise, you're probably pretty good to go. Maybe even 20, 25 pounds. It just depends on, you know, if you're 300 pounds and your goal weight is 250 pounds, then you're not ready at your goal weight. That's simply not the case, right? Your goal weight needs to be far less than that, okay? So understand as well, on top of this, I wanna talk about you're always ready for movement. My physical fitness restrictions are not restrictions on movement. This is why I always recommend long walks, preferably outdoors for everyone. This is why I love people starting the day with some light stretching or some movement, preferably out in the sun, walk around in your yard, right? This is why I love nice and easy yoga. It's really good for people, not challenging freaking handstand yoga, just nice and easy, five to 10 minutes a day of light yoga stretching. There's apps on your phone, there's YouTube videos, whatever. Separate fitness from movement practices in your mind. Separate those two things. If walking to your mailbox is difficult for you, do it a few times per week. Start there, right? The manifesto says, the Clovis Manifesto, which I wrote myself for very specific reasons. Quote, I do not measure my progress against anyone else's. Do not feel bad about yourself if walking to the mailbox is difficult. Just keep doing it until it's not difficult. Don't go from walking to the mailbox being difficult to trying the next Beachbody 80-day obsession. Don't do that, okay? That's crazy. There's nothing worse than these fucking Instagram posts that say things like, it's like a picture of someone shirt or no shirt on, it's like, your workout is my warm-up. What? That's the dumbest Instagram post I've ever seen. My workout is your warm-up, okay? Come to my jujitsu gym and I will choke you to sleep in four seconds. What are we comparing here? You can do Sean T's insanity more times than I can, so you're better than me somehow. Come to my jujitsu gym. We will see how that work, works out for you. You see how dangerous it gets when you start comparing things? What are you comparing to? This person's better at, at high knees than you are? Fuck them. What do you care? You know what I mean? It's ridiculous, guys. This is ridiculous. This, this, this comparison nonsense is insane. Right? It gets very dangerous for people when they start comparing things because you're going to come against somebody like me. Right? I don't care about your beach body workout or what you can deadlift. I don't care at all. Trust me. So generally speaking, I have a few markers, namely 
body fat and inflammation that I use to decide when a client's ready. So like if you're a female and you're above 30% body fat, I'm gonna consider you in the high risk zone. I don't want you to do an intense activity. We gotta get you under that number, right? We absolutely have to. So I like to go by body fat. I would love to have everyone get like something like a C-reactive protein test done with their blood work so I can actually see their inflammation levels, but I know that that's probably rare. Um, but I can usually tell if somebody's dealing with inflammation based on their symptoms. So if you have joint pain, if you have arthritis, if you have eczema and you're at 33% body fat, you're not gonna be working out on my plan. It's just not gonna happen, right? We need to take care of that stuff first. So I'm gonna get you out of what I call my own personally defined, not from a book, not from anything, my own personally defined high risk zone. I need to get you out of high risk zone before we ever talk about you starting high intensity training. So um, now let's say you're somebody who's absolutely ready, right? Let's move on from that. Let's you're absolutely ready. And again, this is different for everyone, no blanket statements. And this is gonna be the kind of motivational part of this, right? You can do this if you want to. I'm giving you advice of performance versus longevity, finite games versus infinite games. I'm talking infinite game. If for some reason you wanna focus on the finite game, I can help you do it in the healthiest way possible, even if I don't necessarily recommend it, right? But again, this is different for everyone, no blanket statements. If you decide I'm definitely ready, what should I do? I'm almost always gonna go for resistance training first. We're gonna start with body weight training because I can get you a full body workout that will absolutely smoke you in 15 minutes flat and it will not have any form of cardio. It won't have jumping jacks, it won't have burpees, it won't have jump squats, none of that shit. It is just a straight up 15 minute full body workout that I will smoke you, okay? But I'm not gonna give it to you. You need a custom plan for me to get any of this stuff. And Jackie asked me specifically about gymnastics training, right, today, and I love that because Gymnastics training, this calisthenic stuff, is just a fantastic approach to strength, strength training, possibly the best I've seen. I've told you guys this, I'm working on ring training three days a week right now, and it's insane. Like, and I can lift crazy amounts of weight, and this, this ring work just kills me, right? Um, but the good thing about this is it's incredibly easy to scale movements to meet your current level. So Jackie asked me, am I strong enough? And the answer is, of course. You are always strong enough to do your best. Are you strong enough to do the workout that I do? Probably not. Are you strong enough to start at step one and work your way up? Hell yes, you are. Absolutely, especially Jackie, you personally, where you are right now with your journey. Absolutely, stop treating yourself like you're made of glass, right? You've made a tremendous amount of progress and you're probably ready, okay? You might start with push-ups on your knees and progress will take time, but remember to view it as an infinite game. If you wanna get fit, start training and keep going for the next 40 years. Congratulations. This is the new chapter of your life, right? None of this 30-day nonsense. Let's get that out of our heads. The idea is to keep going always and never get bored, which brings me to my next point. This is why I built a gym in my house. I'm gonna tell you why, because this is a huge downfall, huge problem for people in the fitness industry. I had multiple gym memberships that were hundreds of dollars per month because I don't believe in only doing one modality. And trust me, CrossFit is one modality. Unless you have an expert programmer, level five certified CrossFit coach who's worked with hundreds of people, maybe they might program correctly. Most of you, I guarantee, are dealing with a level one CrossFit certified coach who knows shit about shit, okay? I promise you. So I like doing things for many weeks or many months. 
Like I said, I love powerlifting, CrossFit, Jiu-Jitsu, gymnastics. I did that crazy ARX training that you guys see. That was just one workout a week. Bodybuilding and accessory work. I love boxing. I love et cetera, et cetera. So I was paying for all these gym memberships so I could do whatever I felt like whenever I wanted to. And most gyms require commitments and they're not cool with you putting it on hold and all this stuff. So I just built a gym because I need all that stuff. I consistently switch things up. I'm doing ring training right now. Once a week I deadlift, once a week I squat, once a week I do heavy ass 71 pound kettlebell swings, right? Then the three days of the week I do gymnastics ring training. It's this huge mistake I see is that everyone's trying to find their thing. I hear these absurd statements all the time where people are like, ah, Justin, I've just never found the program that works for me. Just never found the program. Stop looking for the program and start messing with all the programs. Why not, right? Stop trying to find the one thing. That's so tremendously boring, I can't even imagine it. Which is why long-term compliance is so low for the vast majority of Americans. Don't do CrossFit 12 months per year. Don't do powerlifting 12 months per year. Don't do beach body one DVD to the next 12 months per year. Fitness needs to be explored. That's why inside of I Am Clovis website, now a lot of you don't take advantage of this. I see people who are members of I Am Clovis are asking me inside of I Am Clovis, what do you recommend? It's right there. It's in the fitness recommendations. All of my favorite programs are there. They're part of your I Am Clovis membership at IamClovis.com. If you sign up for custom nutrition plans, you get into I Am Clovis, you get all of my favorite workout programs categorized by movement, flexibility, strength training, overall, whatever, right? So the way that I try to do it is if you've tried something and your body doesn't feel good, do something else. That's it. Like, oh man, I tried CrossFit for three months. I feel really crappy. I'm having trouble getting out of bed. Stop doing that, dummy. What are you doing? Do something different, right? If someone comes to me and they've been powerlifting for six months and they're feeling burnt out, I will switch them to strictly body weight and kettlebells for at least six weeks. If someone's been doing kettlebell training for six months and they're burnt out and they're like, man, I really just want to deadlift, I'll switch them to powerlifting for at least six weeks, etc., etc. I don't compete in anything. My goal is simply to be as healthy and functional as humanly possible. I'm not trying to break any records. I'm not competing with myself, all that nonsense. The only person I compete against is myself, right? I'm not trying to impress anybody. I just want to be able to feel great all the time. I want to be at a very low risk of injury. I want to be able to protect myself if that's necessary. That is my infinite game. Always learning, always growing, always improving, enjoying every second of it. I know for a fact, if every single person watching today could come stay with me at my house for a week and train with me for a week, if nothing else, I can promise you, you will not be bored and you will have a lot of fun and we will do a lot of laughing, okay? I promise you that, that's what would happen. Wish I could have you all come stay at my house, but I can't. And all you have to do, the next best thing, is sign up for a custom nutrition plan. That's it, guys. Like we just talked about, somebody just said, they got rid of their $200 bootcamp membership from a clown who probably, ugh, I can't even talk about the credentials these people have because I have them too and they're bullshit, okay? So go to Globus.store, scroll down, you'll see lifestyle coaching, okay? So all you gotta do, Clovis.store, scroll down, lifestyle coaching, get yourself a custom nutrition plan, tell me what your goals are and we'll plan your, we're, we'll build your plan around that. 
So like I've said, I can get insane results in professional athletes, but their goals are performance-based, not longevity-based. When I shredded PETA from 138 to 115 pounds, you can see every muscle and striation in her body. That's not good for longevity. That's not good. You don't want to look like that. She didn't look like that two days later. A day later, she didn't look like that. You know, it's not healthy, guys. It's crazy. But if for some reason you're an average person who is sick and tired of being average and you want to say screw longevity and accomplish some superhuman shit, hit me up, get a custom nutrition plan. I will help you do it. It will be awesome, right? I want everyone to remember Clovis is not a weight loss company. Again, Clovis is not a weight loss company. Clovis is a fly closer to the fucking sun and achieve your goals company. That's it. Achieve your wildest dreams. Life is literally, when I say I'm trying to pull people out of the matrix, right? Take the red pill matrix. Life is literally a choose your own adventure book. But most people will sit on the couch and research their adventure and never actually do the adventure, right? Ridiculous. If you want to do something cool, hit me up. If you're not quite ready for it and you're not healthy enough for it, think of the infinite game. Let me help you get to a point where you're ready and then we can tackle some of those long-term goals. But this is a step-by-step process. We can do it together. I am here for you. I will get you the results you're after. I promise you. Clovis.store. That's the website. Nice and easy. Clovis.store. Scroll down. Lifestyle coaching. You'll see a picture of Crystal in her big jeans. She can fit two of herself in her jean shorts because she lost so much weight. Click that button. Sign up. You work with me one-on-one. One-on-one nutrition consulting. And we make this thing happen. That's it. That's AMA number 35. Why I hate the fitness industry. Live Q&A. Let's take some questions. Sign up. Yes. Crystal. Epic. Jackie. I don't know how I never thought about how important mixing it up would be, but it makes perfect sense. Yes, exactly, right? That's why it drives me so crazy that there are like crossfitters and yogis and runners and and right? They all think that their thing is the thing. None of them are the thing. I just like being a very active, healthy, quote unquote, fit person. If you were to say, hey, Justin, there's a new acro yoga class on Saturday and I'm going to be in Nashville. We should go check out acro yoga. Awesome. I've done acro yoga before. It's super fun and super challenging. It's awesome, right? Or if someone says, I'm going hiking next Tuesday. I can go hiking with them. If a buddy is in town and says, hey man, my buddy's a CrossFitter and says, dude, let's find a local gym. We'll drop in. We'll pay 20 bucks. We'll do a CrossFit wad. I'll go, okay, cool. Let's do a CrossFit wad. Sounds great. Or, hey man, take me to your local gym. I want to work on my back squat. Cool. Hey man, take me to jujitsu class. I want to see what jujitsu is like. Awesome. Cool. Hey man, can I try some of these kettlebells and then we'll hit your infrared sauna? Yeah, absolutely. Life is grand, people. It's amazing. Being a fit person is great. I'm telling you, it's really fun. It's not the chore, punishment, horrible shit that you see online that you think it is, right? It's just not that. So uh, let me know. I just kept trying to find my thing. Trust me, I don't have a thing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everyone's trying to find the thing. Or Justin, I haven't found the, found the program that works for me. I just haven't found the right program. Everybody loves fitness so much. I don't know why they love it so much. I just haven't found it, right? And the other thing is a lot of the people who like say that their thing is the one thing, they're lying and it's not fun. They don't want to do it every day. Sometimes they probably don't feel motivation, but their Instagram will tell you otherwise, right? It's just the way it goes. All right, uh, what else we got? Give me some questions. Hit me some questions or we will wrap up AMA number 35 because my infrared sauna is on a timer and it's already on. 
awesome, heating up, getting ready for an awesome sauna session, some meditation, some journaling, an ice cold shower, and sleeping like a baby. It's gonna be amazing. Sleeping like a baby with my 46 to 47 BPM resting heart rate. Brag much, Justin? <laughs> Bro, when are we gonna see the ring muscle up video? I told you, I, I'm doing a three month ring protocol training. I don't skip steps deep. I'm very meticulous about things, okay? So I train my rings three days a week. I train my squats and my deadlift one day a week. I train my kettlebells one day a week. I do jujitsu in between. And when I complete my ring program, where the goal of the ring program is a strict muscle up, then I will do my muscle up. Not skipping steps, brother. I don't work that way. I don't know why. I'm just crazy about this stuff. I'm super meticulous. I have watched all the AMAs in the last four days. I don't have any questions right now. I'm, I'm so informed. That's fantastic. Uh, heart rate with a question mark is not a question, bro. What does that mean? Details. How to reduce. Oh, how to reduce heart rate. Okay. Um, well, it depends on where you're at. Um, I don't think we should work on reducing yours just yet, uh, given what I know of, of where you're at. Again, again, like I said, no blanket statements. Um, most of you I remember by name. I remember you because you have this crazy Facebook name. That's crazy. Um, but um, where you're at right now, I, I, I genuinely wouldn't worry about it. I would just keep doing exactly what you're doing. And uh, when you're ready, we'll get you there. We'll start talking about it. Um, but the number one way to do that is aerobic threshold training. And I've talked about aerobic threshold training. I have an AMA called the Cardio Myth. I've talked about fitness for fat loss. Um, there's a five minute myth video on facebook.com slash the Clovis culture in the videos. You can find a five minute myth, which was a little series I did for a minute. Um, where I talk about the cardio myth, um, aerobic threshold training for sure is the best way. Um, and I can walk you through that if you want to get into it. What else we got? I'm going to go without exercise as long as I can. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but trust me, I'm telling you, Carla and Shannon, you just haven't found something you like. That's all there is to it. That's it. You haven't found something you like and you haven't felt good about, good enough about your body to feel, to feel pumped about doing these things. Right, so it's, you have to get, some results have to come before other results can come. It's all stepwise progress, absolutely, right? That's a big deal. I think we're gonna wrap it up then. We don't have any more questions from you guys, uh, but I know what's gonna happen is, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow to an inbox full of questions from people who are watching the video. Happens every single week. That's why I drag this out a little bit and I wait at the end and I wait for questions. I wait, 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 and then tomorrow, I'll just spend two hours in my inbox answering all your questions that weren't asked here. But it's cool, I'm used to it guys. We've been doing this for 35 weeks, 35 weeks, that's nuts. If nothing else, click the heart, click the happy button, click the smiley button, click the thumbs up button, click all the emojis, tag your friends in this video. If you have friends who are meatheads, who are fitness junkies, you have friends who are on the, fen on the fence about fitness or think they hate fitness, tag them, share this video. The podcast will be finished tomorrow. I'll get the podcast up tomorrow. We'll get the blog post up as soon as possible. Um, go to Clovis.store. Get yourself a lifestyle coaching program. And remember, you can buy these for your family too. Feel free to buy them for your family. I'll just adjust the email on the back end. It's nice and easy. Um, you can buy these as gifts, whatever you need to do. Also, uh, the fasting, the perfect fasting protocol, the new ebook is out. So go to Clovis.store, uh, just scroll down to eBooks. You will find the, the perfect fasting protocol, which is like 60 pages of amazingness on uh, exactly how to fast, intermittent fasting, prolonged fasting, extended fasting, uh, time-restricted fasting, bone broth fast, uh, fat fast, 
and all the frequently asked questions about apoptosis and autophagy and all these things, my recommended brands with clickable links. Um, so go check out the Perfect Fasting Protocol on Clovis.store. It is awesome. Definitely check it out. I'm really proud of this ebook. I think you'll really like it. Um, so fasting, great, fantastic. This has been Live Ask Me Anything number 35 or 35 weeks in, everybody. Share this as much as you can. Share the podcast when it's out. This one is called Why I Hate the Fitness Industry. And I just want to end this by saying there should be a subtitle on this episode but this one's better for clicks, right? Why I hate the fitness industry, but love fitness. I absolutely love fitness. I hope that fitness becomes a very, very important part in your life at some point, some point in whatever way, shape, or form that might be. I hope that fitness gets incorporated in your life for the long term. Infinite game. Always play the infinite game. How does every decision you make and every routine you adopt and every practice that you start taking on, every skill practice, every training regimen, every whatever, how does it impact the infinite game of life? Think about that. Ask me anything, number 35, why I hate the fitness industry. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you tomorrow live in the Facebook groups and we'll field your questions then. All right. Thank you guys. Have a great night.